Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. Uh, this is our momentous second episode of our Gleek cast. Uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, begin by doing a fun acapella rendition of our favorite song. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goddamn, this show, like... <laughs> <laughs> This season, um, I feel like, and again, um, this is <laughs> as far as I've gotten a glee ever before, so we've got to bear with me. A lot of what I'm saying is going to be speculation, but I feel like this season really sets the tone for the rest of the show. <laughs> season one was a little a wild and crazy because it was season one of glee. And we all know how Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk get. Um, it was their first show. And it was a show about teens fucking. So. <laughs> um, this season is overall much, much better. So much better. It it feels. And I, I'm, I think you could say this about a lot of shows. But um, it's really kind of momentous to be able to keep the oh my fucking we are recording i can't control it oh my god at least like fucking step away from your mic i did (laughs) it was that loud it sounded like it was right in the mic are you kidding me (laughs) no i literally start over Barely a minute in. <laughs> it's that seltzer hitting. <laughs> I can't believe the unprofessionalism that you brought into our separate oh, studios. <laughs> okay, this is a good example. Of <laughs> we will cry to offset this, just so that we can really glee it up. This episode, um, you burp right into the mic, and then maybe like one of us will reveal a traumatic past or event um just to really in the same episode you know (laughs) we need to bring in a third new character yeah and then immediately kick them don't want them anymore fuck off you're here to make us sad and then leave get out we're going to bring in a third more podcaster and send them to a crack house yeah. Um. So what? Like Rachel, get her, get her in here, and then get her out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> we don't know many other podcasters. Um. <laughs> it's really just Rachel and Ellie, huh? And you're like fifty yeah. percent of that. <laughs> I guess they don't count because um. I hate you specifically. And this is the end of <laughs> Dumb Bitch Bitch. <laughs> We're like wasting a lot of time right now because there is just a lot to say about season two that I don't want to like skip over. Yeah, so where to even begin? Um, 
God, where does the show begin? Grilled cheeses? No, it begins with Rachel sending sunshine to a crack house. We've already talked about that. Do we need to discuss it again? We also get Coach Beast. Okay. How do you feel about Coach Beast? I like Coach Beast. I love this woman so immensely. (laughs) Um... God, it, she had so much potential to just be a joke the entire time. Um, yeah, but, but instead she's, like, actually one of human. the most well-rounded characters. Yeah, and I I cannot, like, going from Coach Tanaka, who was <laughs> um, tube socks and short shorts and thong song for his wedding, um, and then immediately, like, just never written again. <laughs> <laughs> to Coach Beast, who has so many amazing scenes of just genuine human... Like, this woman is such a great actress. Yeah. Um, I don't like that a lot of the scenes that she is a good actress in go towards humanizing William Schuster. Uh, yeah. Who should be in jail. Um, I don't feel like I have to justify that too much. He is blatantly sexualizing the children that he is um, put in, in like a position of power over uh, constantly. Yeah. And also putting himself in sexualized positions with said children um, when at least one of them is known to have uh, fucked adults previously and at least another one has been known to want to fuck him exclusively for a little bit. So, um... Yeah. (laughs) Sue Sylvester was not wrong in wanting this man's fucking head. (laughs) He's the worst. He's the worst. And I feel like... like... Coach Beast needed more scenes alone. (laughs) Without him. Or like... Scenes with her and like Miss Pillsbury could be real interesting, but a lot of other adult teachers are kind of played off will and will exclusively for this season. Um, like I don't even know yeah. if they interact with Sue at all. Not really. <clears throat> like I know. Um. It's just a mess, and it's it's upsetting that this good actress is being wasted on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, both Will and Artie deserve to be in jail for their rapping. Yes. Um, God, <laughs> I, I think um, when I first started this season, the first fucking thing I texted you, and I believe this was season, or episode one, was like, Please stop having Artie rap. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that sentiment does not fucking change. I don't care if he has a very nice deep voice. He's a white boy. <laughs> he can't rap. Yeah. He's so and it's, bad at it. The other part is like he's almost such a good character. Yeah. And then, then they make me hate him. And it's, oh, it's aggravating. Like, he is so misogynistic as well. 
which is just like yeah buddy pick a struggle <laughs> you just he's he's uh wants to be the next Rachel Dolezal and also he hates women so <laughs> that's fun <laughs> oh my god yeah. I totally forgot he dated Britney for the season too yeah like Jesus most of this season it's wild what a weird pairing um <laughs> Yep. And oh, you not- and it doesn't like matter at all. No. In the long run. No. Again, like I forgot it and like a huge plot point um later on when Santana um comes out, it's a very long story arc of her coming out. So I don't I don't want to like label that as her coming out, but her at right. least starting the process of coming out. Um cuz it She's in love with Brittany exclusively for this, like, I think, like, the rest of the show. Is she not? Um, I sure hope, I don't at least. know, because I've only seen through season three and a tiny yeah. bit of four. So. So, at, for um, my knowledge, at least, her and Brittany are a pretty long-stay relationship. So... Um, like she tells Brittany that she's in love with her, she wants to be with her, and Brittany's like, I am dating Artie and I love Artie, and I really don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, outside of it's Brittany and there's not much motivation to a lot of her character choices. Right. Solely because the writers do not care about her character for the most part. Um the the more she's in like longer scenes the more they like make this character interesting but as it stands in the beginning when she's like dating Artie you I really don't know why other than he hasn't called her stupid yet which like could just be to her face uh so (laughs) unfortunately uh let's see that this is also the season for um Blaine and Kurt, correct? This is when they start, yeah. Uh, how do we feel about that whole thing? I It's probably one of my favorite relationships in the show. Okay, I can't stand Blaine. So... <laughs> I, I, Blaine is one of my favorite characters. I can, like, stomach Kurt mostly because he's such a caricature. But, like, Blaine is just so annoying <laughs> in the most, like, like, it's not, like, it's like, God, he's a gay theater kid. Jesus. Like, Kurt's just, like, a gay cartoon character. And Blaine's like, oh, no, that's a 15-year-old. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Please stop talking, child. <laughs> I cannot stand to hear your opinions on anything. Stop using big words. They don't make you seem more adult. No, I love Blaine. <laughs> it annoys the shit out of me. It's so bad. Oh my god. And then them together is insufferable. It's just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's like, 
Rachel in a couple. Like, ex- like she has, like, <laughs> meiosis, mitosis. I actually, um, you can tell that I slept <laughs> through all of my biology classes my entire schooling. Um, I don't know the difference. Um, forgive me. Uh, you know what? No, I will not ask for forgiveness for not knowing this. It clearly does not affect my day-to-day life. So whatever. <laughs> um, she does that thing where cells um, split and reproduce as a direct copy of the original. Uh, that's what Blaine and Kurt are. <laughs> to no, me. I don't see how, like nobody could possibly be anywhere as annoying as Rachel to me ever. Except actually there's one other new character this season who I cannot stand. Oh, you don't like her? I don't like him. I don't like Sam. Sam. Who's Oh. Oh, I thought we were ta- you were going to talk about Rachel's I also don't Ices. like Lauren's Ices. I don't yes. like her either. I I think she's very funny. Um a lot of the stuff she says and does are um awful and annoying. She's the thing her whole story is linked to Puck, who yeah. I also hate. Yeah. That is fair. Um but I just I think it's very funny that she's just so like outwardly malicious yeah she, there's definitely like some lines of hers that made me laugh but overall I was not I think it was an attempt here for it and then yeah Sam is just yeah I don't want to talk so about boring Sam. he's just um, so I, boring I hate him I hate his uh Bieber cover band. Um, yes, I hate. The I fact skipped that, that episode. I hate the fact that he's Cord Overstreet, brother of Nash Overstreet, who was one of the core members of the band I was obsessed with in high school, um, for no good reason. <laughs> so um, that's bringing up a lot of things from my personal life that I don't want to confront ever again. Uh, so. Especially since I started watching this, and then, um, oh, what the fuck is the band name? Hot Shell Ray started releasing new music. So fucking Spotify was like, "Hey, you remember this? You want to listen to it?" I'm like, "No, I don't." And they're like, "Do you want to see his ugly little brother?" I'm like, "No, I don't." But um, they both did anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I really hate Sam. <laughs> I he's How, just so so boring genuinely flooring that so many of the fucking girls found him attractive and he looks like um ugly (laughs) yeah I just I couldn't even think of like any fun little metaphor or simile he ugly and I don't like looking at him (laughs) and the fact that like He's in so much of the show from his introduction. Like, it's because he, like, he won the the yeah the reality show where they were singing to be on Glee. Yeah, which um, <laughs> I can't imagine what other the other singers were like. To have the well, winner be so mediocre. Two of them were Lauren Zeises and Sunshine. And Sunshine I was think. in two episodes? Because she wasn't the winner. 
I think it was her. I think she was on that. Yeah, but I'm saying Lauren Zeises and Sam were considered better singers to get more screen time than Sunshine? I don't know. I don't make the rules. I mean, like, I'm not asking Ryan Murphy to make a lot of good decisions, but this is just fucking, like, next-level clownery, dude. Um, I would love to see his degree from his clown college. I want to know what specific type of tomfoolery he majored in. (laughs) Because this is just... This is a joke, correct? (laughs) That's not real, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? She won, and her prize was to not have to be on Glee. (laughs) I can't believe that. Um, I do want to say the storyline where um, was it this season, or was it like exclusively the next season, where he is homeless? No, it started in this season. Okay, yeah. While they're like living in a motel. Yeah, his dad lost his job, and he is now taking up a lot of jobs to help contribute. Um, and it's just, like, you find out he has two younger siblings, and, like, he's just desperately trying to, like, do whatever he can to have enough money, but still be there to make sure that they're happy and fed. Like, it's Yeah, touching. most of that stuff isn't really till season three, though. Yeah, but um, it's uh, quite a bit. <laughs> That's the only mm-hmm. kind of storyline I like for this character, and it's upsetting that we got a whole season um, where he's just doing Bieber cover bands. And, and dating several different girls in the Glee Club. Like, dude, it's been like three months. <laughs> Calm down. He's yeah. not even cute. Like, I don't understand. Like, none of the guys in Glee Club are cute. No. You know what, actually? <laughs> um, what's his name? He doesn't sing. Matt? Mike Chang? Yeah, Mike. Mike's cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And I think it's just because he was hired on to be a dancer, so he's physically fit. (laughs) And the other guys are just kind of in their 40s. (laughs) Um, Like, it's wild. Like, I can't wait till we get to the point where, like, Puck is no longer in the show because he's so clearly so much older than everybody fucking else in this cast. Him and Finn. I'm just like, you... I'm supposed to believe in this season that you guys are 15. Like you're 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 sophomores. Um, juniors in this season. Oh, they're juniors in this season. I'm supposed to believe that you're 16. But still. <laughs> exactly. No, but exactly. <laughs> I was once 16. Um I didn't look like um 40. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, exactly. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, I can see Leah Michelle passing for a senior. Maybe. 
Um, whoever plays Brittany, she can probably be 18. <laughs> but Which is wild, because she's one of the oldest ones. Yeah, she's just like, she's got a very tiny face, I think is what's doing it. Because <laughs> she's a dancer. Yeah. But, um, like, none of them really look... I, you like know what? Teenagers. No. Kurt. Kurt looks, Kurt looks very... like a teenager. <laughs> um, so that's fun. Yeah, I keep forgetting he's got such a fucking baby face. It's wild. Yeah. Um, that's just looks... his face. Yeah. Like, good on him. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this a lot. Um, you're gonna be thankful when you're super old and you look. Um, 20 years younger than you are and it's like I'll still feel like shit thanks um, because <laughs> I do not leave an active or healthy lifestyle but that one is my choice so <laughs> <laughs> um, bringing up Kurt is a nice segue to talk about um, the fun dichotomy that we kind of touched on earlier for this season which is, it was wild, fucking bonkers, crazy, ridiculous for some episodes. And then um, other episodes, I legitimately, like, cried. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of those plot lines. And sometimes, actually, oftentimes, both in the same episode. Most of the time, both in the same episode. Um, sometimes, in some episodes, it was scene to scene. Which yeah, whiplash. Yeah, which um was something to experience in thirty odd episodes. So, um, but a lot of the more like heavier storylines for this season did focus on Kurt, and they kind of lent themselves to making Kurt seem less of a cartoon character as well, which I appreciated. Yeah. But um, God. <laughs> There are like, there are some of the storylines that I appreciated, and there are other ones. Well, his two big ones. One I really appreciated, and the other I was like, okay. I mean, it's like early 2010s. I guess we are still doing this in media, but I don't like seeing it anymore. Um, the the first one being, uh, his dad has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. That I believe also leads to a stroke. Um, I'm not. No, sure it's just a yet. heart attack. But um, he is. He was out. Um, he was unconscious for a couple days. I want to say. I think it was a couple weeks in that Fuck. episode. So um, like it it was like very um, it was a very emotional like mini arc. And it was very, like, well done. Yeah. Um, As much as I hate to say it. (laughs) For Glee, it was very... I didn't appreciate how heavily those episodes tried to push the importance of participating in religion on Kurt. Well, but what I did appreciate was that he didn't buy into it. Yeah, I I still don't like... There was this moment where he was like... Because Mercedes told him... Even if mm-hmm. you don't have, like, a religion, you need something to hold on to. So then he had this whole moment where he was, 
like talking to his comatose dad and he was like you are my something to hold on to like yeah and that that's when i was like bawling i was crying like the entire fucking time um and he just like has he had this whole speech of like oh i believe in people and and like that was wild to hear because i definitely said the same fucking shit at 15 (laughs) um and it's like one of the first core like personal beliefs i've had that led me to my career path so that's fun um to see that in a character i but i didn't like how the resolution was um he still goes to church with mercedes i i felt like if she was really that good of a friend she would not have continued to push this i don't know i don't know i didn't have a problem just because she literally was like you don't have to come mm. but like he it, like it was she left it to his choice yeah and still i don't know i i i, I felt like there was some sort of like pushing towards <laughs> accepting a religion like i felt like that whole section was unneeded like it was resolved his dad was fine and like Everybody had backed off, and then she brought it up again. And I don't know. I think this is just, like, coming from my personal um, childhood background of being forced into a religion for a good portion of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. I was (laughs) born and raised by a devout Catholic, and (laughs) I was forced to confirm and (laughs) lied to about that was going to be my last association with the Catholic Church and then continually being forced past my confirmation at 13 to attend church every Sunday um, and then mm-hmm. being ridiculed and just a lot of shit for not wanting to go. And also my mom has um, holy water at our front door. So... I yeah, know, I so I can like... see why those aspects would not be personally Fun i think for you yeah i did not appreciate the resolution just being shut up <laughs> except that people believe in god and do not push for you not having to be pushed into participating well but that wasn't the resolution the resolution was he went and then said okay this isn't for me i'm never going again i don't believe in yeah. this <laughs> It's just, like I just didn't want a scene for this character to be in a church. I think it just really upset me that they ended up That's putting fair, this character but I don't in think a church. He had but, the same baggage yeah, with it as you do. Exactly. <laughs> this is genuinely quite possibly me just um, reflecting <laughs> on a character who otherwise does not stand for a lot of other things that I am. Uh, <laughs> So I don't know. I just which is fine. Probably just that. Um, you don't have you don't have to like it. Yeah, like I was fine with all of like the the Quinn celibacy club uh, God fearing <laughs> because that's so fucking funny. <laughs> that's um, that's the stuff I can't watch because that's how I was raised. Oh really? My church, you cannot be. There's no confirm. There's no confession or anything. Mm-hmm. So if you sin, you are going to hell. <laughs> Fuck. That's the church I grew up in. 
That is why I hate Jesus myself Christ. to this yeah. day. Yeah, I mean, a lot of self-hatred <laughs> is stemming from religion in both camps here. Uh, same hat. <laughs> oh, hey, there's the past trauma that you mentioned earlier. Hey, okay. We did it. Happy um, Glee. Was also, uh, was this whole thing kicked off by Grilled Jesus as well? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so the whole religion debate was not kicked off by Kurt's dad being in mortal peril and people wanting to help in the way no, that they No, it was felt. by Finn seeing Jesus on his grilled cheese. And then beginning to pray to grilled cheeses. Uh, <laughs> so there's our fun, wacky um, side plot for this very heavy <laughs> shit. Um, he ends, I believe he ends up eating grilled cheeses and crying about it. And then later coming into Glee Club and singing his own mournful rendition of Losing My Religion. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. The worst Jesus part Christ. about the. The worst part about the Grilled Jesus storyline is his prayers all get answered. Yes! <laughs> but at the cost of other people. It's so. It's like Grilled Jesus is a fucking genie. I love it. It's so fucking funny. He, like... What was the one that he thought did Kurt's dad in? Was it touching Rachel's boobs? Maybe. (laughs) I don't remember. I blocked out most of that storyline because it was awful. It's so funny. Oh, my God. I love that portion of it. But, um... The second storyline for Kurt that I absolutely hated and did not want to be a part of, uh, viewing or otherwise, was him being the victim of very violent, consistent hate crime throughout the entire fucking season. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then it turning out, I believe in like one of the later episodes, um, that the dude who is threatening Kurt's life is doing it because he himself is closeted. Yeah. Bad storyline, Ryan. But it's also like that wasn't as much of a trope at the time. I know. And like I Like you do have to take it in the temporal context. The entire time I was thinking that like okay, well, it's not a thing as this is airing, but um, currently right now watching it and then yeah. having that used as a, like, oh, you should feel sympathy for this character now. And it's Didn't like, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that sucks about it is that they do the same thing to a lesser extent with Santana. Yeah. Yeah. She she's that she basically tells Brittany that she lashes out at people because she's a lesbian. Yeah, and it's just I was never <laughs> mean to other people because I was afraid that I liked girls. No, I was Maybe. mean to other people, but not because I liked boys. <laughs> I was mean to other people because um I was a loser and I felt that I thought that was funny. Because I'm exactly. a family guy. Uh-oh. Um, I was mean to other people because I was mean. 
<laughs> not because I liked boys. So the thing <laughs> is, we were just shitty. <laughs> the thing was, um, I was mean because I was mean. <laughs> <laughs> The buy thing is kind of unrelated. So, um... And now I'm meaner and buyer than ever, so fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I try not to be meaner, so you can claim that all you want. I'm trying to get meaner, though, because people are rude to me at work now. So maybe I gotta just tap into whatever I was feeling when I was 15 and not sleeping. So (laughs) maybe that's the key. It probably is. Maybe I should just stop sleeping. (laughs) Maybe don't stop sleeping. I mean, what else can I do? (laughs) Go outside without a coat on? I'm not that strong anymore. I could only do that for a couple years. I will not. I'm too accustomed to the luxury of not being cold outdoors. I stopped wearing a coat like two weeks ago. What is wrong with you? It's been above 40 degrees. What is wrong with you? I wear coats in 70 degrees. Um... Yesterday, when it was like 52, I was wearing shorts. You're a fucking psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, is this the season where Kurt transfers schools? Yeah, he transfers to Dalton Mm. for like most of the season. Which is, um... (laughs) Can we talk about how fucking weird Dalton Academy is? Um, yeah, it's fucking weird. They love their Glee Club so much. So much. Which is what? not what would happen at an all-boys school. No, what would happen at an all-boys boarding school for rich boys is there would be no Glee Club. The Glee Club would be shamed out of existence. Yeah. Especially because they are high school boys who are Mm -hmm. rich. You know, the school would have a fucking polo team. Fucking lacrosse. Fucking lacrosse at this school. Fucking warblers. Fuck you. They would not. I went to a theater kids school and we barely had a fucking acapella group. (laughs) You're telling me this all boys private school in Ohio in 2011 is gonna fucking adore and have most of their student body in their glee club? Absolutely not. You're asking me to suspend a lot of disbelief already for this show, but I draw the line before that. Uh, It's not real. You know what my really, really white school canceled Glee Club for? What? Jazz Choir. 
see, my jazz choir was already pre-established. Um, I actually, you know what? My school had a lot. Of, we had a mixed acapella group. We had a female-only acapella group. We had a male-only acapella group. We had jazz choir. We had madrigals, which is a very fun group. What is madrigals? You don't know what madrigals is. Um, they no. dress in Renaissance era costumes and sing old timey songs. <laughs> Incredible. They would tour the elementary and middle schools around Christmas time and sing the beautiful 12 days of Christmas while standing completely <laughs> still, arms at their sides, no facial expressions. <laughs> looking like they walked out of the depictions of a medieval bible manuscript Jesus Christ it was one of our largest choirs that's so funny people wanted to be in the madrigals when I was 11 I wanted to be in the madrigals <laughs> they had and I'm not shitting you Two jesters. Oh my god. People joined the madrigals to dress up as jesters and hop around in front of children. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly not me. I so desperately wanted to be a part of this group for a good portion of my younger schooling days. Uh, and then um, I decided I don't like to sing. <laughs> so I did not join <laughs> choir in any sort. Um, but a good chunk of my friends were in the main choir, uh, the jazz choir, and the women's only acapella group. So... Oh my god. And then another good section of my friends were in the anime club. So, um... I was in the main choir until I started being homeschooled. <laughs> oh, so you were Glee? No, I said main choir. <laughs> we didn't have a show choir. Yeah. It's just, um, high school choir is so funny as a concept. <sighs> yeah. High school choir is so funny in execution. Yeah. My school won state for quite a while with our choirs. <laughs> <laughs> and we had the madrigals. So. <laughs> and you know they were winning? They were fucking <laughs> winning. <laughs> Nobody saw those trophies after the jesters got to them, though. Just don't know where they went. That's not true. I don't know anything about what happened to any of that. So, anyways, back to Glee. Um, I would like to continue talking about the jesters. <laughs> I don't actually. I have nothing more to say. I... Yeah, <laughs> you have been stopped. <laughs> Let's. Okay. Do we want to move on to the Sue of it all, or do we want to move on to Brittany? Let's save the best for last. So okay. let's go to Sue, Sue next. Okay. This is God. the season with where Becky becomes more of a character, correct? Like, I know she was introduced last yeah. season. Um, 
I love her relationship with Becky. I think it's a little... It's so good. Um, towing the line a little bit some of the time. But what teacher isn't at this fucking school? No, exactly. And it's not Will Schuster creepy. It's just like... If somebody saw you hug a student, I don't know if they would be down. <laughs> in this era in Midwest. I don't know. I definitely hugged some of my teachers, probably. I absolutely did not. (laughs) I was a teacher's pet. So. (laughs) Disgusting. Yeah, I'm not saying that, like, proudly. (laughs) I'm just stating a fact. You should be, yeah. But, um. Was and still am. Yeah. (laughs) So, Sue had a very, um wild ride this season i want to say uh there was a wedding yeah (laughs) to herself to herself um her wedding dress was where her nazi hunter mom yeah came back for an episode oh god um i don't even like i don't even know where to begin with her relationship with her mom i don't want to touch it honestly it's quite no let's just not talk (laughs) about it because it's it's a, a lot. lot. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to delve too deep into mother-daughter relationships for fear of um, reliving something. So, yeah, we will see. That's skip. fair. <laughs> but um, she gets married in her sister's room at the adult care facility she lives at. Which I don't know. I feel like you could have at least had it outside so your sister wasn't stuck in her fucking (laughs) bedroom for it. And her outfit is half wedding dress, half tracksuit. Oh my god. The tracksuits are so good. And I'm very glad this was the choice they went for this character. Um, In the Christmas episode, she gets that fur-lined tracksuit. Yeah. And then she actually, like, wore it later in the season. And I was like, oh, hey. (laughs) Hey, I know that. (laughs) I don't want to talk about the Christmas episode either. (laughs) (laughs) Just because Sue's grand plan um, for getting the secret Santa gifts that she uh, tricked her way into receiving all of back once they tried to donate them to the needy, was to willingly paint herself green and become the Grinch. And I can't... Yeah. As someone who would like to take Sue at least semi-seriously, I can't do it with the knowledge of that. Um... So we'll skip on past that. We'll touch on the Christmas episode when it gets to the best part of the characters for the season. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so the other big thing that happened to Sue was also one of the very sad things. Oh, yes. Uh, her sister dies. Yes, her older sister dies. Um, it's a very, like, it was uh, something I didn't want to see so soon yeah. after 
one of my close family family members that's passed. Um, but it was very touching seeing how many of the residents of the adult care facility that her sister lived at showed up to the funeral and how many of their lives her sister touched. Um, yeah. And then just the Glee Club volunteering to sing at the funeral, I think is a little weird because who sings at a funeral? Um, That's actually pretty common. Weird. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like it as a concept, but people are doing it. I, I guess. don't think I've ever been, I don't think I've ever been to a funeral where someone didn't sing. Wow. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm strict Catholic. Yeah, I oh. don't know how that works. Um, you stand there and be sad while the priest fucking smokes out the room with the worst incense known to man. Oh. Yeah. Not fun. Um. <laughs> no. I mean, funerals should not be fun. It's not no. fun singing. It's like some... It's either like some song the person really liked or some like religious song about how they're gonna like spread their wings and like church hymns are like i don't count church hymns as singing just because um you do that pretty regularly in catholic church so it just kind of comes with the venue in my opinion but these aren't like church hymns exactly and they're sung by like a family member ah okay no i've never experienced that um yeah I think it's... But anyways, yeah. it was a really sad episode. It was. Um... <laughs> I had to, like, turn it off and come back to it later in the day because I was, like, in the middle of the, like, student center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to eat my breakfast, and then all of a sudden there's a funeral, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I can't handle this in public. <laughs> fuck, we are under attack. <laughs> It um hits very hard, especially following up the prom episode where Kurt is nominated Named as Named Prom Queen. Yeah, prom queen as a joke at his expense. Um with the prom king being, being his bully. His, yeah. Which everybody else in the school knows. <laughs> like so it it was um yeah it's awful it's a one two it's like punch. a one two combo <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's, I'm sure this would have been better if this was 2011 and we were viewing this um, with a week between but now on Netflix where I am binging full seasons a day <laughs> this shit sucked. <laughs> It was all very um, personal attacks. Fuck, we are under attack. (laughs) Fuck, we are under attack. And, like, we haven't even, like, talked about the fact that there was... This was just more of a tighter narrative to them going to nationals. (laughs) Like, they go to New York after this. Yeah. Funeral, funeral, and then immediately on to New York. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not a funeral for anybody that they were, like, close to. I don't even know if any of them met her sister. Only, only Will. Yeah, so, 
Um, sure, the kids are fine, but like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Whiplash. <laughs> Let us hit the brakes for ten minutes, Glee. Please. But they don't. That's no. just how this whole. That's how the whole season feels. Whole season feels is like you just keep getting like emotional whiplash. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it's just like. But that being said, the pacing is better than season one. It absolutely is. Because, because... I was getting emotional whiplash, but I was flying through it. Exactly. Um, as stated in the last episode, it took me well over like two months to get through the first season. I watched this mm-hmm. whole season in a day. So like something <laughs> happened. Something was right. Um, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. I cannot fucking tell you. Um, I think maybe it's just because there wasn't as much happening as season one. Season one felt like four contained seasons, and this felt like we had two major storylines. And that's fine. That's, you know what, that's enough to keep track of. I hope to God that continues. I don't know because I don't know what Ryan is capable of. I know he falls apart. Um once the fucking <clears throat> goalposts come into view, he's just fumbling the fucking ball like crazy. Uh as our experience with any season ever of American Horror Story. So yeah. and that's a lot less episodes than Glee. <laughs> Let's end with Brittany. Yeah, let's, that's what I was going to say. I have nothing else I want to talk about. Um, we've come to the pen- penultimate experience of Glee Season 2. Brittany S. Pierce. I Brittany love her. Spears. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, she's just such a good fucking character. She's so funny. Um... Not the bi rep I was expecting to see, but I'm not mad. Not the bi rep we were expecting, but the bi rep we absolutely deserve. I don't know if I deserve Brittany, to be quite honest, but <laughs> that's fair. I will take it. With greedy little raccoon hands, I will accept this morsel. Um, um, her story arc in this season starts with the Britney Spears episode. Yeah. God, the um, the way that she just like deadpan delivers so much of her fucking dialogue is so God. funny. Literally, like in that episode, she's like, "I will not perform Britney Spears because my name is also Britney Spears, Britney S. Pierce." And she just goes into it. She's like, "And I hope that you respect my wishes to not perform these songs." Yeah. And it's no expression, dead eye, no, like, completely the- deadpan, like fully serious and it's so good the funniest cadence i have ever experienced outside of Gr- yeah. griffin mcelroy just saying anything at any point uh, <laughs> what are my other um i love the christmas episode where she still believes in santa it's so sweet it is and the fact that everybody is so gung-ho willing to do anything within their power to continue this Yes. Because Brittany is just so <laughs> amazing of a person. Um, I also do love her 
talk show. Fondue for two. Fondue with two. Yeah, fondue for two. With her really, really fat, fat cat. cat. Um, <laughs> and I love all the anecdotes about Lord Tubbington, too. Like, I believe he's addicted to crack. <laughs> Yeah. There's also, oh, I just remembered one of my favorite lines that's in the first episode. And she's like, everybody thought I went on vacation, but I spent my summer lost in the sewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, it's so it's good. Such, such good quotes from this girl. Um, like, I love this character after, so much. After Santana, like, very emotionally comes out to her via landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Born This Way episode and she makes Santana shirt that says Lebanese. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, again, deadpan is like, so come out there and dance with me because you're a lesbian and I might be bi-curious. I... God, I love Brittany so much. Um... <laughs> she's the best character i know hands down I like just, no competition i really hope that they all kind of like for good leave the cheerios too because i do like the episodes where we're able to see them outside of the uniform and the high pony yeah because the little clips of fondue for two where she's got crimped the fuck hair so good <laughs> Like, Brittany, <laughs> your hair. <laughs> what you do? Oh, she's so fucking funny. She's so fucking um, funny. In like, the most endearing way. Uh, <laughs> I love her so much. I for, like I, I think, can't get over her. <laughs> do you want a slight spoiler that I know from later seasons that I haven't even seen? What? She is confirmed to be to have a genius IQ. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, she does. Hell yeah, <laughs> she does. Yeah. I love her. There, like, there's so much good about this one character. Um, her coming into herself via um, <laughs> the necessity for extreme oral surgery because she <laughs> so rushes using pop. <laughs> she fucked up her tooth enamel so bad because she uses Pepsi to rinse. No, Dr. Pepper because she thought he was a dentist. Oh, that's right. Um, which like, I can't fault her for um, too bad um, considering my relationship to the good doctor. So. <laughs> <laughs> you both be on that pebby. Yeah. Be hitting the peb. Uh, I actually don't know if I tweeted the the screen cap of the text I sent you, but I do want to make note of there was a moment in my life where um I had one of those lucid dreams that I woke up during where I thought I was I heard the noise of him Josh calling me and then me answering, and my immediate response as I was waking up, was to say, oh, fuck, and then immediately fucking hit that bottle of Dr. Pepper on my nightstand. I do want that anecdote somewhere in here on record uh, that I 
am a caricature of a person that belongs in Glee as well. And perhaps I would be Brittany, who is rinsing with Dr. Pepper. God, it's so funny. Um, I also love John Stamos is just a sexy dentist. Yeah. It's a very funny concept, especially once they do Rocky Horror. Um... <laughs> Which I don't want to talk about because that episode no, was so that was awful, awful and uncomfortable. Um, they were so fucking because Rocky Horror is not a production that you can um let high schoolers do. No, because it's extremely explicit, extremely sexual. Um, and it's definitely not a production you can do with your high school students, William. You go to jail. Go to jail? Maybe, yeah. Go to jail. <laughs> Die. Maybe. No, maybe. Um, yeah, please. Um, it's, so I don't w- want to discuss that part of it. but uh, No, but Brittany is just so fucking great. Good. Um, and I'm really glad that, um, I mean, it does take a while for Santana to label herself as well. So I'm not, like, too upset that... <laughs> Britney hasn't claimed the buy label yet, but she has mentioned it quite a bit. Like, she's still figuring herself out. And we can't expect this specific character to know immediately, at least. Um, yeah. But I'm glad and... that she is claiming it in, like, such a positive manner after that whole debacle of maybe Blaine is by because Rachel likes him. And <laughs> Kurt's whole thing of Bi isn't a real label. It's just what gay guys. Yeah. yeah. Didn't like that. Um, but I'm glad God, Brittany... Brittany. Oh my god. But can we? Can I say that one of my fucking favorite episodes was the early episode where Rachel decided to cut loose and have a party. And then yeah. they're all just shit-faced for like the rest of the episode. The Kesha episode. The Kesha. It's episode. not all Kesha, but it's yeah. She's the like climax. Yeah, she's the musical undertone. Um, because <laughs> Rachel, um, first decides that the party is going to be two wine coolers a person, and that's it. <laughs> and then people start leaving. Puck convinces her to let him break into her dad's liquor cabinet. And before anybody drinks anything, Rachel <laughs> lifts her wine cooler in the air and in the funniest fucking delivery I hope I can replicate right now, she's like, let's party! <laughs> and, like the wobbliest voice. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. So fucking funny. And it like the 2010s delivery of what inebriation is. I love it. I absolutely adore that whole episode. Um, I think wasn't Brittany the drunk girl who takes her clothes off? Yes. Yeah. Um, which wasn't great. <laughs> no. I didn't like that Finn was bitchily classifying all the girls as types of drunk, and then just I didn't not either. doing anything for the guys. Yeah, because there's definitely types of drunk for guys, too. Literally, the type of... The way alcohol affects you is not dependent on your gender. 
No, exactly. It absolutely is not. And I want to fucking put this out here. I feel like the naked drunk leans more towards men anyway. Because, um... Also the angry drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like our fucking coworker that punched holes in his ceiling. Oh, my God. It's... I just want to say I love that episode. Um, the lead up of like the will they won't they get together Blaine and Rachel is not fun. It's awful. And I was like, "Fuck, dude, come on, come on!" In this fucking season where we're already getting Kurt experiencing hate crimes consistently, um, we'll do this as well. But I, I did just that was one of the things the clips from the <laughs> Glee highlight Twitter thread. I fucking, like, I'm so glad. There were so many of those highlights this season, like, sending sunshine to the crack house. <laughs> yeah. Let's party! Uh, God, I can't think of any others. I really don't know what else is on that thread. It's been so long. All I can think of is that other separate tweet of Artie wheeling himself into the pool, which I am ec- ecstatic to get to at a later date. But <laughs> this season was such a fucking, like, ride. It wasn't a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Um, perhaps I was held hostage by this season because I could not look away for a full fucking day. <laughs> and there's so much we haven't even like thought to bring up like the substitute teacher who was very inappropriate the entire time she was with the kids <laughs> but I think that's just on principle of it being Gwyneth Paltrow and um, her being a fucking freak so yeah. if this was filmed today she might have been trying to hawk those vagina candles on the kids <laughs> so I think maybe that's just a virtue of the actress <laughs> and not the character but yeah it's I don't know I don't even know what else like so much happened and you can't keep track of any of it because they just they hit you with the very serious and the, the out of the fucking world insane the same fucking time and you just can't hold any of it in your brain no you just gotta deal with it you just gotta deal with it and come out of it like at least Brittany was here (laughs) and that's all you need that's all you need especially for this season um I don't even remember who they like went up against for the New York finals all I remember is they lost and like that's on them for writing their own original songs for a competition where you sing non-original songs. songs. Yeah, yeah, that's the point of the fucking Glee Club. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, all I remember is very sad, uh, heart attack, hate crime, and fondue for two. So Fondue for two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll just end it. Um, yeah. This has been Fondue for Two. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>
Next week, our guest is going to be Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what we will be talking about. That's not a joke. Um, I have stupid. We will be enough. talking about Ghost Rider next week. So, um, um, follow us on Twitter at Dumb Binge Binging to see when we uh, tweet out the release of that mess. Uh, again, our Tumblr um, is defunct. Please don't follow that. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But for the meantime, it is defunct. Land. Um, <laughs> um, we have a Patreon. It's only $2 a month right now. You'll get every episode a day early. Um, just tell us what you guys would like to see from a Patreon so we can make that happen. Yeah. Or the podcast um, in general. Because we're doing Ghost Rider because no one can fucking say anything about what they want. So, you're yeah. getting fucking Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah. You could have stopped that. Um, yeah, I really have, like... There's nothing else to say, Nothing really. else to say, so... This has been Dumb Binge Binging. Thank you for listening. Bye!